the man with the dive. There's a man from way uptown to take away your blues. And any time the man comes round, the viper spreads the news. He is known from coast to coast to every cat alive. Hello, and welcome to Pot Snobs. I'm Ed, here in Mendocino County, California, with my wife Caitlin and my friend Chris of Candid Kush. And we're joined by our friend Ryan in Portland, Oregon. How's it going? <laughs> it's going all right. How are you three doing? Hi, Ryan. We're hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seriously. It's been a wild year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm finally getting Dead. in the habit of having a better answer for whatever. <laughs> People are like, how are you doing? And it's like, um, you know, fine. <laughs> I've gotten in the habit now. Hanging in there. That's the new the new answer to that question. Yeah. Cl- cliff hanging in there. Uh. <laughs> uh, well, hey, let's not cliff hang too hard. Um, you know, because of everything, and I think that we'll get to it throughout the podcast. This is, in all likelihood, the last pot snobs. So we're celebrating, and we're talking about what we've been getting into, and we're we're kind of wrapping things up. Yeah, at least for the foreseeable future, maybe time to take a little break, and that's largely my fault. <laughs> uh, that's your fault. It's <laughs> <laughs> not how I think anyone of us would say it. Too. Well, it's whatever. <laughs> I am responsible for not being able to continue to pot snob personally. <laughs> <laughs> because I am pregnant. Whoa. Yeah, we are super excited. Um, looking forward to having a baby girl uh, in the first part of the new year. Yes, but I've had a very uh, rough first trimester with a pretty extreme amount of morning sickness and lunchtime sickness and evening sickness <laughs> and middle of the night sickness. Um, and unfortunately, cannabis has not been an awesome cure for that but more of a trigger so it hasn't been a very pot snobby house for us lately well certainly caitlin's nose which was already quite perceptive has now jumped to like superhuman heights so you know she's smelling things like across the room like (laughs) it's it's kind of insane I mean, I'm better um, than I was in the beginning. Like, earlier, it was like, if I, if anyone... I mean, even just rolling a joint near me, I was like, mm-hmm. I might just, like, instantly throw up. Just from, like, <laughs> like when you start grinding up the flour, I could be like, oh, there it is, throwing up. <laughs> now it's like I can handle people rolling a joint in the same room as me mm-hmm. and smoking a joint outside. Mm-hmm. But everyone has to go outside to smoke joints. This is the one exception for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah. yeah, even just like a whiff of a joint, secondhand smoke, even like coming in through the window is like enough to set me off until pretty recently. But I'm a little more, I'm a little more functional these days. Yeah, I was afraid you were going to start feeding the bunnies more than just the males. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, not that far yet. But uh, yeah, I haven't. I have lost my flower enthusiasm. And I have not been, uh, not been exploring new strains or anything like that. Yes. So it's, I'm like, well, this one makes me want to throw up. And this one <laughs> makes me want to throw up slightly less than the other one. That's pretty much my uh, cannabis criticism <laughs> at this point. Yeah. So, you know, uh, obviously, like, you know, our consumption habits will change a little bit and are in, in flux right now. Um, so, yeah, a little bit different as far as, like, being a pot snob with... Uh, 
a new member of the family going to join. Yeah, but our other member of the family, Chris, has been keeping us updated on various uh, various <laughs> yeah. new cultivars coming through all the time because he's always shooting and bringing new things around. So what do you have, Chris? You're smoking something. Yeah, I am smoking something. <laughs> and actually, it's from you guys. <laughs> it's not even from me. And it's the Lion Claw. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's some of the auto flower that we planted from our friends over in Potter Valley, which is eastern Mendocino County, and they are Heart Rock Mountain Farm, and I harvested this um, about a month ago, I think, like when Chris left for his great cannabis photographer road show, uh, road trip, uh, and then... Um, it was only a month ago? This is like the last <laughs> of the Lion Claw flower that we're enjoying now. We only got like a couple ounces out of the first two plants, and actually... Uh, the next two auto flowers are coming down this evening because they did not come down earlier today. <laughs> uh, you know, yes. there is a, a beautiful full moon out there right now. Um, get out there and, and harvest by moonlight. Come on. Yeah, I thought you uh, were dead. That is, that is our plan. That's our plan. So we'll, so we're, right now we're enjoying the Lion Claw, and what a, what's going to come down tonight are two Dutch Queens, which are other uh, auto flower varieties that Daniel has been working on. Well, you guys are enjoying Lion Claw. Chris has his personal Lion Claw joint, and Ed has now lit his personal Lion Claw joint, and I don't have any joints, but I do have a Vape Exhale vaporizer which I have loaded with some watermelon Skittles from Garden of Greece. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> now, I, I, And what about you, Ryan? Oh, I'm smoking some Evans Creek Nepalese Kush, um, which is always Ooh. a favorite. I've probably got 10 cultivars in front of me, and I thought, okay, what do I want to start with? And uh, the Kush was just the first thing I reached for. I barely had to, to think about it, so... Yeah, this stuff is really nice. Super trichome dense and loud. And yeah, I'll deliver some flavor, <laughs> some more flavor notes in a minute. Nice. On the Lion Claw that, you know, we had a couple different ones. This particular one I find has like a really pleasant, creamy kind of like berry and cereal type flavor for me. I found it to be kind of like a great all-around smoke. I've enjoyed it early in the day, late in the day, middle of the day. It's that kind of like, you know, utility uh, cannabis that always finds a, you know, a good time to get enjoyed. Uh, and then the other one was like a little more of like a spicy, skunky, hoppy, you know, kind of classic uh, cannabis smell. What do you think, Chris? How does the line claw for you? Um... I think you're really good at describing cannabis, <laughs> and uh, I think the uh, the smoke, honestly, just in the air, um, I think it's fucking with my senses a little bit. I was also backpacking this last weekend, and it was pretty clear for these days on Saturday, but Sunday definitely pretty like ashy and smoky, so I've had a little bit of like a, <clears throat> you know... And, um, lingering wildfire cough? Yeah, lingering, lingering <laughs> wildfire cough. Jesus. Um, it's not COVID. I've just been yeah, backpacking yeah, yeah. in just California backpacking. during wildfire season. Hey, we did like mm -hmm. uh, like 2,000 foot elevation gain in what was supposed to be six miles, but I ended up detouring a little bit. Hit like eight and a half each way. Just a quick overnighter. So it was a little... There was a lot of breathing involved. Yeah, <laughs> in that's intense for sure. There. 
<laughs> yeah. But the Lion Claw um, gets me pretty stoned. I um, have only smoked this one other time, and I don't know which plant it came from, the one that you gave me. Uh, but I remember it had the same feeling and thinking, Ed, you smoke this in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. For me, but it's definitely giggly, happy, uh, definitely that sweet, creamy smell to it. It had a nice bud structure. I believe it had pink pistol, yeah? It did. Um, this the one, one that I photographed. Yeah, so this is the one that you took um, a, few, a handful of photographs of, and I think it did have a little bit. It did. But not nearly as much as the other one that's oh. still out in the spiral garden, which is like... 100% magenta pistols coming up everywhere. Really? Yeah. And then okay. we actually, Kayla and I were talking to a neighbor today who's growing out some Voltron and he lucked Just out. Just one plant. And has like uh, Voltron covered in magenta pistols that he was super excited about. I was like, this is kind of false advertising. The real Voltron doesn't have pink pistols. <laughs> <laughs> only our not real, only our half Voltron yeah. or our what Voltron's our, bastard. Yeah, Voltron's bastard <laughs> can have pink pistols. only from where you'll find the pink pistols. <laughs> Yeah, but the autos, I, I think the autos have been a nice little success, you know, like having fresh cannabis in July and August is um, it's pretty cool. a really nice treat, you know, like we're still working our way through, you know, a lot of the stuff we had last year and Ryan, like I'm coming around to a lot of the things you were saying about like cannabis being on the old side, like uh. that, that moment where things kind of turned a corner, I think happened um, maybe like a month or so ago. Um, well, it happened probably around the time that uh, Chris put some of our old uh, homegrown under the lens and told us that it was moldy. <laughs> it was probably around the time that yeah, it happened. That's true. You're going to think a little bit different about your cannabis if you keep on looking at it at the uh, you know micron size that Chris is photographing. We've definitely been learning a lot. Right. Every, pho yeah. every photographer I've worked with is like, uh, do you know how many... Uh, <laughs> bugs are in your cannabis? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> now I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, honestly, once you get to a macro level of anything, I mean, if you're sensitive to that, you probably just shouldn't be looking at that. <laughs> because, I mean... There's stuff you just don't really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after all, I mean, it is a flower that attracts insects and stuff like that. And you know, that happens. I mean, we have some beautiful roses in the backyard, and when mm -hmm. I go and smell them and stick my face in there, I'm like, oh, hello, there's a lot of bugs inside this rose. <laughs> yeah. Don't crawl on my face, please. <laughs> These are staying outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I won't bake a bouquet. You just hang out here. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I still think that, like, there are some forms of cannabis that do better um, you know, kind of after a little bit longer, but I think, you know, I will adjust and say like, yeah, we should probably consume a little bit quicker than maybe we <laughs> alluding to on a previous episode. Well, in fairness, and the stuff, grow more auto flowers right. to keep it fresh. But the like year old hey. homegrown, the last year's homegrown that was, we found mold on to be fair. Mm -hmm. It was only on the pistols. Mm -hmm. It was only visible under yeah. the macro lens. And that wasn't stuff that had been properly stored in no. mirror glass jars. No. That was stuff that never made it out of a brown paper bag. That's right. True. So. There was like, like when I'm t when I say there was mold on that, you're talking about something that looks like it's like, I don't know, one one hundredth 
the width of like a trichome so like you know microns big yeah you, you would never even i mean there's probably that on fruit that you eat like just so right. like right afterwards you know i bought right. these strawberries and, you know you buy strawberries from the store and then the next day they're like fucking moldy and but you look at them and they have like this maybe like dull spot or like i don't know something just looks like a little bit off or maybe i just noticed these things so i'm <laughs> hyper attentive to it but i that's probably the beginnings yeah. of mold which is probably just what the cannabis was i mean it's just it's what it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> we spent a lot of time doing very close examinations of tiny amounts of mold lately yeah and, and <laughs> tuning I, our eyes to be afraid of everything <laughs> and, and i think that's kind of like the takeaway like of a lot of our different pot snobs conversations has been like you know you are ultimately the one in making the decision about what you consume. And so, like, you get to make the lineup about how strict or not strict or what sort of risks you want to take. And it's just better to understand, you know, kind of what to evaluate about cannabis. And then, like, it's up to you whether you want to enforce that uh, loosely, strictly, or somewhere in between. All right. Don't get on the soapbox. That means it's Ryan's turn to talk. (laughs) No, I, I am kind of with you there, um, you know, and it's just like, if, if anything, find some people that you trust or kind of trust or trust as much as you can, and then get your weed there. Um, <laughs> there's a, a cultivator I follow, and uh, they were uh, releasing something I was excited about. This is a couple of weeks ago. Don't want to get into specifics, and you'll see why. Um, and I went down there, and I was like, hey, do you have the Snickle Fritz? And they were like, yeah, yeah, we do, totally. And I was like, cool, I'll take that. And then they're like, oh, you got to try our Cadillac cookies. And they put that in my face. And I'm like, uh, no, I, I came in for that one thing. And they're like, oh, cool, our ounces are really cheap. And I'm like, ah, no, there was a drop. And they're like, I don't know what you mean by drop. I'm like, okay, it's on your Leafly menu. It's this, this strain. Oh, yeah, well, maybe it's almost gone and then Leafly hasn't caught up with it yet. And I'm like, okay, so it came, it, it arrived here yesterday, and it's already gone? Um, no, but you should try our Cadillac cookies. And I'm like, okay, I, I'll take anything that you have by this cultivator that I came in for. They're like, okay, cool, we have this other one. I'm going to put some in a jar for you. You pay for it. I leave. I look at the label. It's not even from that cultivator. So... <laughs> What? I had to like uh, hmm. you know, come in there and like dad voice them a little bit and be like, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> like and tell I them, came like, to make a purchase, sir. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Um, and so, you know, ultimately that just that really let me down and, and made me realize that uh, I, I can't stray too far. You know, um, I, I thought about uh, kind of the history of this podcast and when things first hit there was so much variety in the market it was it really made sense to be like go here don't go here who knows what these guys are doing they're not even on instagram or whatever um (laughs) but now um i had a friend in eugene today text me that they were so excited that this like portland uh chainlet of dispensaries was opening up near their house um and it's it's not like that great of a dispensary, but I get it. Like of all of everything out there, like I know what to expect. I know they have some cultivators I like, and they'll at least have enough knowledge to like point me in that right direction. So, I mean, it, it's 
sort of crazy just in the last couple of years how much the market, at least in Oregon, has evened out to the point that it's like, well, these are the five shops you know to go to. Sad. <laughs> I know. It's interesting. But yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess it is bringing a certain type of new access to different demographics of people, but like it still doesn't sound quite like, um, I don't know, maybe the ideal vision. I mean, the people who have lots of money tend to get what they want, and the people who, want to, who have lots of money want to grow a fuckload of corporate weed that sucks and sell it to people that don't know any better. And they're pretty much getting their way because they have lots of money and they get whatever they want. So that's what's happening in the market, in my assessment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as curious as I am, I still haven't brought myself to go buy any of the Cookies Oregon weed um, with fun flavors like Pure Blanco and Sweet Tea and Gary Payton. Um, well, someday. based on the rumors that I've heard, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I can't. I just can't bring myself to do it. We never have. <laughs> Not, we've never tried any cookies flour. That's true. I've been into the cookies t-shirt and sweatshirt store, but I have never been into a cookies dispensary or bought any cookies weed. I looked at their sweatshirt price tags and was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> and you got scolded for touching the t-shirts, no doubt. No, the t-shirts are very crisply folded. I can give my assessment of the Cookies t-shirt store, which is that it is shocking how fancy the store looks from the outside, or at least, you know, I haven't been on Hate Street in a while. This was my early impressions when I went and checked it out. But it looks really snazzy from the outside, and I actually happened to be passing by the day that it opened, and there was a huge line of people down the block. Like, it looked like, you know, someone was signing autographs, or there was, like, a new sneaker release, or some really big thing, tickets for something, like, line all the way around the corner. People just waiting to get in to buy these t-shirts. And so later on... I stopped in and it's like this huge store and there's just like two like it's like the same t-shirt just like over and over again filling all the shelves there's like nothing to look at at all it's just like a giant store full of like two t-shirts that look the same as each other <laughs> I was like this is it what uh, and they're really you expensive know, I think that's kind of how their flower is too <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> anyways, I guess that's why it's not very fun to be a pot snob anymore because we used to have too many fun, cool things to talk about and now we have too many grumpy things to complain about, which is like not really that sweet of a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Can't be the guy at the party that's always complaining about uh, recreational weed. Like, that's not going to get you very far. <laughs> Has everyone heard how the weed sucks? Just so you know, it's bad. Don't get any ideas that it might be good. It isn't. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. That's fun for us. You're great. Great to yeah. have around. <laughs> I'll just go grow my own. Yep, I'll do that on my farm. <laughs> wow. That's what we recommend as pot snobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except uh, why don't you talk about your little visit today? Ah, well, what I can say is, if you are going to buy your own pot farm so that you can grow your own weed that's up to your pot snob standards, I suggest having a medical recommendation. Also, growing really teeny tiny plants and not having enough water to water them so they look extra small and scrawny, because it's worked out really well for us earlier today. 
Yeah, we had a visit from um, Mendocino County Building and Planning. Um, they apparently had some complaints about a dozen properties in our neighborhood. There are a couple people in the neighborhood that are notable for making those kinds of calls. But and we and there have been just a variety of things since been we've been here three years ago. But it was also pointed out to me later in the day that they legally can only come and do a visit if they have a complaint. So even if they did like look at Google Maps or something, like they have to say that that's like the only valid reason. So we don't know if someone really complained about us or if they just said that because that's what they have to say, or if it's because. This was a pot farm that got raided before we bought it, and they know that, and that's still in the well, records. That seems but to, for whatever reason, that seems to likely be the, one of the reasons why we we did get a visit this morning. But basically, couple, they were in the neighborhood. Couple of guys, you know, in white Mendocino County trucks, blazed up the driveway pretty quick um, through our open gate, and um, just hopped out of the car, started walking around. Eventually came and knocked on the door and said hello, um, asked us to walk him around. We showed him everything, complied with everything, said we'd be happy to do whatever they'd like. Uh, in the end, they just asked us to renew our medical. Um, so we're going to go ahead and do that. Um, the canopy that we have is, uh, is within the medical limits and our investigation of some sort uh, was open and closed in the matter of half an hour and our heads are kind of still spinning. Um, <laughs> you know, we've talked to so many cultivators through our certified dank project that we've heard so many stories about uh, run-ins with government officials and inspections and this and that. Um, to have experienced it was a really surreal uh, kind of thing. You feel like you had an initiation? I just feel like <laughs> I feel like I can I under, I mean I feel like I understand a small slice um, but it, but it's a really deep slice yeah, at the same time. we had like time. the chillest possible experience. We were yeah. like really we have it's really not that many plants like you guys it's so few plants like I know it's more than six, but we're so small. Right. Really? You need to visit us? And they're like, we need to visit everyone that gets a complaint. And then they made us walk around and they were like, okay, yeah, they're really small plants. You're right. Yeah. It is really small. We, we first took them to the auto flower garden um, and this, the plants are nice and small over there. <laughs> Especially also, compared to some Mendocino monsters. Our you know. property is really steep and our paths are really terrible and hard to walk up and down. Yeah. So it's like a lot of work to like walk to see like this really like garden that's full of like fruit trees and like all it. kinds of tomato plants and then there's like these really small pot plants scattered around. They're like I hiked up that steep slippery hill for this. Like let me get out of here. Yeah. So it was you know we told we told them that everything we're doing here is for personal consumption, which is the truth. It's stuff that we enjoy and use in all kinds of ways and then yeah, we do gift and trade with friends, but like you know, we're just doing our own thing. That was pretty apparent, and they just asked us to renew our medicals, and we and went on their way. But uh, it was, you know, out of nowhere, no warning, no nothing, completely to put us kind of on our heels. And um, 
You know, it definitely felt like an invasion of privacy. It definitely felt like... Well, and we Man, knew they were going around to all our having neighbors. Having good neighbors too. is really awesome, and like we obviously don't have the greatest neighbors, um, and that kind of <laughs> sucks. Uh, even if we're out here in the woods and there's like not that many people around, there's there's some great neighbors. Well, it's funny how and we got to bond even more with yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Our neighborhood just feels like a microcosm of everything that's going it feels on. Like it's America. just like. There's like, oh, the neighbors that are on our side, and we're all like, yeah. solidarity. And then there's the bad neighbors that are our enemies. And it's like, this sucks. Why does it have to be like this? But. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, because there's things like the wildfires that bring together a community real quick. Yeah, it's right? not a good time to I want to be able to, to rely on all the people around me, and I want them to be able to have me, you know, there for them too. But this kind of divisive stuff, you know, kind of sucks. And um, I wish it didn't have to be that way, but obviously a lot of people have a lot of feelings around cannabis, and some people are taking those out on entire communities, and that's unfortunate. But we got really lucky today. Yes. Um, we're super grateful that you know in 2020 this was the result, um, and uh, yeah, I'm just absolutely grateful as you know a father to be that today was as easy and as you know nice a conclusion as it possibly could have been in fact it was basically like what you guys are doing is fine yeah that was but pretty much i was certainly scared the entire time until we got that result it was funny how we all had really different reactions like in terms of how scared <laughs> we were and what we were scared of yeah. because the original the people that we bought this property from had you know they got visited and their plants got chopped and they didn't have any legal consequences besides that and they were like an actual real weed grow right. so i was like well i'm upset because i think that my my crosses that i'm making aren't going to get to mature <laughs> like i can't even smoke weed right now i don't even care if they chop down all the sense of me i just want my seeds just don't kill my seed babies of how much rehabilitation we have done on this property from the previous owners how much plastic we've taken out and other things we've cleaned up like count like yeah you were talking about that for brownie points you know during our I've, visit. I've spent we've invested years and a lot of money to make this place a lot better and have a much better impact here and so you know it, if it would have gone negatively it would just be felt so terrible uh and and yeah i mean there's a history of cannabis it's really strong and deep in mendocino county we got to see a little bit of that today um Luckily, we have all of our plants. It's interesting to be on this side of the. The evolution. plants are looking great. <laughs> <laughs> they are small and scrawny. We've had some water issues. Conveniently, as we've been upgrading, we ran things. out of water, so the plants are really tiny. We're still gonna have um, plenty, plenty of homegrown certified dank resin, <laughs> and the seed projects that we've been working on look like they're coming out really well too. So, um, I don't know how we came out so lucky. Um, but uh, it was a heck of a day. <laughs> yeah, I, knocking on wood. <laughs> I'm also glad that somebody <laughs> didn't say, uh, you know, call you ahead of time and say, "Hey, we're coming out there to to count everything." And if you're over, yeah, exactly. Whatever. And then we chopped ahead of time, <laughs> right? And you're like yeah. flushing exactly. all your plants it's down the that toilet. They surprised us. Yeah, totally. Because other people, you know, they went around to like all people all around our hill. 
and other people were able to like lock the gate and they don't come past a locked gate and we were like oh well if we had known to run down and lock our gate they wouldn't have come in but then we probably would have panic chopped and as it was we got to keep everything so it worked out so what's kind of the we're having a rabbit drama <laughs> you know what it's... there might be some scuffling i just had to uh I just had to tackle a tiny rabbit, <laughs> but he got him. <laughs> uh, We're now joined by our friend Mochi. He's a very cranky rabbit who attacks his <laughs> rabbit compatriots. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Mochi. <laughs> <laughs> Star of most of the uh, Instagram videos. <laughs> oh, yes. You can find him featured in some recent stories by Candid Kush. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They've become quite popular. <laughs> People from all around have been sending me their own rabbit videos. Yeah, videos. Chris gets all kinds of rabbit information now from <laughs> random strangers. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Now, now that this is wrapping up, the uh, the rabbits are going to get their own spinoff show. So tune in for that. Subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> they really are like a little drama it's pretty intense to be honest but they also they're like always like fighting with each other or like flirting with each other or like making up with each other and then they also or like annoying each other or having super fun times playing together but then they'll like look at us like 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 their characters on the office looking at the camera like can you believe these guys we're like what are you guys like putting on a show? What is this? <laughs> They're pretty entertaining, which is Let good because our right our now. internet doesn't work well enough to stream any type of uh, <laughs> any type of video entertainment. So luckily, we have this Three's Company Rabbit Show going on at all times. <laughs> now all of a sudden, llamas make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that was a lot of. Uh, we've had a lot. Lot to, lot to. Uh, Do you have any comments on the through. watermelon skittles that you enjoyed? Oh, I like it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. when I have the first hit in the vape exhale, I do taste watermelon. Yeah. But just for the first hit, the vape exhale starts to taste burnt pretty fast. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. We're st- I'm, st- <clears throat> I'm still getting the hang of the vape exhale. But like we've been enjoying the watermelon skittles, all of us, for the last like week or so. It's really interesting. It does have um, watermelon, uh, but like only some of the times. Other times it's like very floral and almost has something that I've been like referring to as like high school cologne. Yeah, Um, I don't really agree with that. I know you don't like that note, but like (laughs) it has more of a floral nature and the effect has been really great. Um, I'm I'm excited uh, to enjoy some more of that and then also check out the golden strawberry. Yeah, we've just been getting through. We left the watermelon Skittles out out overnight with the lid off. So since we're all super stressed out about mold now, we've been like, we better (laughs) use this up as fast as we can. But now it's almost done so we can finally break into the golden strawberry, which is on deck. Because, yeah, I can't stomach flour, but I have been able to get some pretty nice relief from from these. Ooh, look at that. That's totally different texture. Yeah. That, that no. is um, not yet greased, <laughs> is what that is. Sandy? That's yes. properly stored hash. Ah, lucky. Mm, very nice. 
Now, it's my understanding that smell? the uh, watermelon Skittles has no Skittles in it. It's watermelon Zum Zum <laughs> by some OG oh. cross. Watermelon Zum Zum. I know. I, I should. I wish I'd known that. I have a slight bias against Skittles. I might have enjoyed it even more if I didn't subconsciously involve my Skittles bias. <laughs> uh, now, but I enjoyed it a lot anyway. I have some kiwi from Deep Creek, and I cannot find the lineage on it. But it is so fascinating. It smells like a high chew. It's really candy fruit artificial green apple forward um super Ooh. interesting yeah it, it's really nice so i'm looking forward to rolling it up i've actually cheated and smoked this one before but uh i when i saw it on the menu i knew i had to grab it for the podcast sounds Sweet. excellent that sounds delicious yeah it's got that effervescent quality you know where it's almost fizzy Ooh, I love that. I feel like that's, like, the best. Like, to me, that's, like, the best of the best has that quality. I always look for that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of, like, almost the same as when you have something that's super gassy. Oh, diesel in my face. Oh, well, I don't like something that's super (laughs) gassy. So, for me, that effervescence, like, is what gas is to everyone else. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right, we're getting into this here. Um, so, hey, while we're sitting here chatting, um, my wife actually had COVID, which was crazy. Yeah. And the whole time, I'm, like, super afraid of losing my <laughs> sense of smell, right? I'm like, okay, I really don't want to get as sick as she is. And she's, like, okay now. She was mostly just super tired for, like, three weeks. Um, ooh, sorry, we cut out there for a second. But, um, yeah, so anyway, that was that was a really wild thing where we had to stay close to the home and also be separate and wear masks around each other and sanitize everything constantly. Um, so How long were you, did uh, you do that for two weeks that you were, like, trying to quarantine from each other in the house? That's so intense. I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah, we did. And then also with a five-year-old, too. Um, yeah. It was pretty tough. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, um, the doctor told us, like, I, I was pro- I'm was, i probably just or was an asymptomatic carrier because, you know, the close enough quarters that even right. the best of what we could do is probably not enough. So, um, yeah, hey, that, that whole thing was uh, pretty wild and kept me pretty close to home and and really just not being a pot snob at all. Yeah, not a good time to be pot snob when you have to just take care of your daughter in one part of your house while your wife is convalescing. Sounds pretty pretty terrible. Yeah, really heart goes out. I'm glad that you're through the worst of it. That sounds really hard. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty brutal. So um, <laughs> I don't I don't even know. There's no answer. There's no solution for for us. Um, just uh, well, you know, we can safe. say uh, COVID is real, and you don't want to get it. Can yeah. we conclude that? Not yeah. to not to be on the soapbox <clears throat> again. Sure, yeah, no, make smart that. decisions. That's this. Uh, you know, here is one testimony to this is not a hoax. <laughs> we know someone that has it. Yes. Like, don't get it. It sucks. Seriously. Um, but do get this kiwi if you can get your hands on it. 
because <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> right, great, great. Are you gonna there. throw down some Nepalese Kush uh, tasting notes too? Oh, you know, I, I wrote some down here in the notes here. Uh, it's really savory when you get into it. You know, I feel like you can, if you get in there deep, there's some skunky notes, um, but it, it smells really hashy. It just smells like, I, I've never had Nepalese Kush hash, so I don't know if it is a great uh, producer, but it certainly looks like it would be. Yeah, kind of savory hash. Um, kind of chocolatey with like a little coffee back into it. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a friend of mine had a handful of it on Instagram the other day. And I said, is that Evans Creek Nepalese Kush? And she's like, oh, good eye. So it's got a really mm-hmm. distinct frosty kind of um, super silver haze kind of sheen to it. So it's a it's cool. fun flower. Nice. And and then what? What's the strawberry? What is it that you're getting into? The golden strawberry. Yes. Um, also from Garden of Greece. Yeah, it looks like plenty. Um, and um, one last note in the lion claw. The effect for me is uh, lazy river. I'm stoned. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm an I'm inner tube. I was just. Yeah, I was just thinking about Laid how we were back, just like river boating, floating, <laughs> river boating, yeah, yeah. rafting. Yeah, yeah. and that's a good transition. Uh, cause, no, Ryan's going to oh. do his dab <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyway, the lion claw effect, I feel like I'm floating down a lazy river having a nice afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying before Ed interrupted you, Ryan? Oh no, I don't think I was. I'm I'm just over oh, here okay. stoned and enjoying this. Glad that. Oh, I wanted to hear a little bit about the golden strawberry that you guys were going to get into. Oh well, I just put some into my little uh, my little uh, quartz tube. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you call it, Chris? That's <laughs> like a little crack pipe. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a quartz tube that goes inside the vape exhale. It's all burnt on But <laughs> we, we chazzed the heck out of all six quartz tubes as soon as we got them because we were just figuring out how to use the vape exhale and we were using some very old... <clears throat> not very refined material that Chris had donated to the house yes, from yes. some of his earlier photography days. So uh, we just, you know, burnt the crap out of these tubes and they do look like crap yeah. pipes now. But we've seen <laughs> like, we, we're doing the best we can over here. We have definitely like learned how to efficiently use the vape exhale a lot better. We're getting better. Um, but the golden strawberry aroma. It smells great. Smell it. Yeah, it's like a tropical fruit cart um, like I don't fumble it. it it's got a wonderful, <laughs> like smoothie, bright wow. fruit, sweet aroma. I bet it's gonna be tasty. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the vape exhale to yeah. turn green. Yeah, now. shout out Kush Kirk and Amanda Reed for their Ooh. amazing resin. Yes, it is a treat. Yeah. I'm like, I only can have like full melt solventless that doesn't smell like gas. <laughs> what can you do for me? Yeah. <laughs> you are my people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it has helped with your nausea. It's helped with pain. Um, it has kind of just made things a little more you know, comfortable for you, it seems. Yes, it's been a big relief. Especially also, too, with the fires. It's like, we don't really, you know, we're now we're, we just, like, bought another air purifier. We're trying to, like, have our air be clean. 
So, like, smoking joints feels kind of, you know, not the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're just, like, you know, you're putting a lot of particulate matter in your indoor space. If you can step outside, it's going to keep that indoor space better air quality for you. Well, and, Ed, didn't you uh, just recently make a purchase? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ryan's going to love this. Um, <coughs> the so, reveal. So, uh, <laughs> while we have been enjoying the vape exhale... Uh, and it's definitely the most enjoyable vaporizer I've tried for both dry flower and um, hash. Okay. Um, I did buy a dab rig. Um, hey. I got I got in touch with Andy Roth. Uh, you can find him Andy Roth Glass on Instagram, and uh, I ordered a uh, custom Ebb and Flow recycler. Um, that will match the colorways of our living room here. Um, so yeah, it, sh- it should be awesome, and it might be here as soon as the next week or so. Um, time to get that banger. <laughs> yes, I love that, and uh, we'll see if I can kind of like quickly bring this up. So you know, I'm really enjoying my Temp Tech. Um, it's like I I would have a hard time dabbing without it now. But there seems to be a new gizmo on the market. Um, and if I can find my screenshot of it, I will let you know what it's called. Um, but, uh, you know, is there something that you have maybe in your stash that you're going to use to break that thing in when it first arrives? I mean, I think this golden strawberry <laughs> will, pro- will probably be the option, um, and, you know, unless some finer melt finds its way to my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. If you're but this that, is some mighty fine melt, so that's got, a tall bar. Uh, I got Elmer's glue this, downstairs yeah. from him, too. Uh-huh. That's cool. But that's gas. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the one with yeah. the anti-gas yeah. thing. It's like, like, hold on, hold on. I can dab <laughs> Elmer's glue. Don't worry. You got an anti-gasser over here. Don't tell me I'm only constrained to half the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like thought this golden strawberries was great. It tasted really good. You guys should try it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you want to try the golden strawberries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, apologies for the tease, everyone, but my screenshot skills seem to have failed me. I'm, I'm not finding it here. Um, but I was, I was really surprised by this. Uh, it kind of had like a movable arm that just like swings underneath your banger and kind of hangs off to the side. I burned my And look like it solves some of the problems that the temp tech has. So, you know, we're getting closer Ooh. and closer. To just like a banger that uh, is less fiddly and hits at the perfect temperature every time. Nice. I burnt the crap out of my thumb both times for my vape exhale tonight. <laughs> Which is, uh, I don't do that every time. This is the uh, very first of its kind hand burning that's been going on in the background. I've, I've been doing a lot of the loading duties. Oh yeah, usually Ed does this. But, um, I'm doing I'm a terrible job and burning my thumb really bad. I'm still holding this cantankerous rabbit. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Don't worry, go, I'm going to take a picture right, and put it on Instagram. Careful, right you'll bring oh, your no, hands. No, it's good, I'm good. Only hold the top. I'm good. I got calluses on my fingers. Well, I do now after tonight, <laughs> apparently. I have a much different mental picture now that I know that Ed has been holding a rabbit for the last 20 minutes. 
Oh, don't worry. It's going live in a second. Floating down my lazy river, that line claw. What's yeah. your grumpy rabbit? Wow. <laughs> it's not grumpy now. <laughs> I like the effect from the golden strawberry, too. It's very tasty, and it, it's the watermelon Skittles is more... Um, like speedy not speedy but it's a little more uppery to me this is like still up but it's more of like a gentle up which is nice like kind of like what i like about the effect of strawberry cough this is extremely tasty yeah like every hit well with when i first tried the vapex hell i got some pretty burnt um hits because i wasn't really no like sure what was going on with it right <laughs> and i we figured it out well we figured it out that if you turn it on green light you know drop your dab in look down the thing in the laser beam it's not a laser beam and then uh watch the dab kind of bubble i take a couple pulls and lift it off and then turn the machine off and then the flavor seems to be like it peaks and then it kind of tastes like cotton candy to me. Nice. Ooh. And when I was over at uh, the Garden of the Grease, Garden of Grease, Garden of the Grease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this dab got me. Garden of Grease. It's a uh, session with uh, Brandon and Amanda. Um, they would like load the dabs for me, and because uh, you know I'm all amateur and. Um, she would reheat it and on the reheat it would always taste like cotton candy and I was like damn <laughs> this is cool because when I try to reheat it it tastes really bad <laughs> <laughs> like it's burnt and it chazzes the thing and I'm like ah oh, fuck yeah, but this yeah this is this is good <laughs> nice. yeah there's such a learning curve to like a really nice hash fit and so you know it, it's still intimidating when somebody just hands you their rig and they're like yeah just go for it (laughs) okay great how does your torch work (laughs) how long do i do this for if i lean it forward am i gonna break it and then owe you ten thousand (laughs) dollars where did you get this it's (laughs) never not a thing that's not a little stressful yeah i actually i think it's like I prefer them loading it for me and doing it all. I think it's such a cool experience having the person who grew the cannabis, washed it, and now is loading it for you. Like, damn. That is pretty cool. Like, you can't get any more direct than that. What is that? That's like, that's like single source. Insane. Single source and with delivery included? Yeah, like literally. Like, they deli- while they I'm hand hitting delivered it. it into my lungs. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, straight they up. literally carried it's so it. so cool. Even that last couple inches. It is so cool. It is so that's cool. That's pretty cool. And then, you know, I got to shoot some of their... Uh, really beautiful flower um i haven't posted anything of it yet i'm gonna let them take the reins on that but there's some super electric magenta pink pistols on uh, i can't remember papaya something cross honestly i can't remember and then i shot some really pretty uh purple drink breath i believe um while smoking some of their hash. Ooh. Uh, okay, <laughs> so papaya crosses are going to be really big this harvest. Uh, 
just mm. everybody. Are you seeing any other trends that we can kind of keep an eye on or any big flavors <clears throat> that are kind of coming out uh, now that, like, you know, gardens are starting to put a nose on? Yeah. Um, I mean, ice cream cake is huge. <laughs> Massive. Um, pretty much everyone I've shoot for is growing that. Yeah. Um, with the exception of a few, you know? <clears throat> but those cakes... Um, like yeah, they're all the cakes. Pretty yeah, pretty yeah. popular. Um, and I think pap- papaya, papaya stuff is probably up uh, there, up and coming. Yeah, still. I haven't, I haven't really, you know, I haven't photographed for any of the full terms yet, so I don't really mm. know what those are going to be. Um, a few of my clients usually uh, like do their own um, cultivars and stuff. You know, like Fig Farms has a lot of their own crosses and then there's you know they do like accouchement cookies and animal cookies um which are really really fire um i smoked one of the accouchement cookies and forgot how heavy it was the other day and <laughs> literally passed out in the hammock in my fucking van <laughs> i was like i woke up it was dark and i was like holy shit um yeah i've been doing this ritual where i put a hammock up in the back of the empty cargo van and I roll and smoke a joint in there and then envision what the van is going to look like throughout the build as I'm like ordering parts that time turned into a nap (laughs) (laughs) that's funny I think that's a new activity in Pasnavri since our last podcast you went and acquired the van yes and we got a sweet rafting trip and (laughs) a freak show adventure out of it oh man yeah that was uh, awesome awesome week weekend I, I don't know time is crazy right now but yeah so I ended up I don't, I'm not sure if I bought the van last time. I know I was looking for them. Um, I ended up going with a brand new 2019 Dodge ProMaster 2500 159 wheelbase high roof. In case you want the same one. In case you want the same one. With you can't dual, get it. There's no more available. Exactly. They literally stopped making them uh, this year. And it has dual sliding side doors. So I'm pretty pumped. Very nice. Um, but I bought it in Bend, and my buddy Eric Nugshots uh, was the dude who did all the legwork for me and kept it at his house. And you know, I've been making a few trips up to Bend this summer, and uh, so Eric and I um, both do some photography for the Humboldt Seed Company. And uh, Nat is up in uh, the middle of Humboldt, and this dude, like, does everything. It's pretty crazy. And one of those things is, like, river raft guiding. And uh, he invited Eric and I out to go for, like, a weekend trip, hang out on the farm, you know, look at some of his breeding projects. And I was like, oh, well, that's like a great time to get Ed out of the house and uh, take him up to a rafting trip, get my Prius there do a switcheroo Ed can take the car back I cruise up with Ben you know we all get in a fun like rafting trip and uh, Ed and I cruised up there um, I think it was like a Friday night and we got there pretty late and uh, as we were pulling up you know it's dark out and uh, there's an older gentleman uh, walking towards us talking quite a lot and uh, I have like no idea who he is it's definitely not Nat 
But Nat was with him, and Eric is there. And then it turns out to be a gentleman by the name of uh, Jordan, or a shapeshifter who has created Freak Show, and and he is a really cool, wild dude. I uh, had a great time getting to know him and hang out with him and try uh, these different phenos of Freak Show, and Grow Magazine ended up being there, and it turned a lot more into just a rafting trip. Wouldn't you say, Ed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was an awesome time. Thank you so much oh, to, yeah. to Nat and his family for you know opening their arms to you know hosting us and showing us an amazing weekend. That was like when it was like 105, <laughs> pretty much everywhere in California, and we were in the Klamath River. Uh, and it was mm-hmm. amazing, and we were the only ones out there aside from like one other boat, which of course Nat knew everybody <laughs> on. Um, and yeah, Nat's. Um, I think he's been a school teacher. He's done like fishery research. Mm-hmm. He's done the rafting trips, and mm-hmm. his daughter is also a trained river guide. They were both on the trip. It was just a small boat. The three of us in the front, Nat's kids and Nat in the back, and uh, it was an awesome afternoon. And uh, Jordan also on the yes. ride with us. And uh, yeah, he's he's an absolute riot. He knows uh, a ton about cannabis, has been growing it a very, very long time. You know, clearly has a passion for the plant. And uh, it was really cool not only to see him you know, be so excited to share a freak show with the world mm-hmm. um, because it's such a beautiful fern-like uh, variety of cannabis. But um, also he was so excited about like every variety of cannabis on Nat's <laughs> farm, you know? He was pumped about the blueberry muffin and the squirt and all kinds of other strains that Nat had going on too. So um, yeah, he was a blast to hang out with. Uh, watching him walk barefoot through Poison Oak was an absolute trip. Um, yeah, the guy is just like a next level um, type of Californian, let's say. <laughs> so what is the freak show? Why, why is it called that? So it, 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 if you've seen a photo of it, it is self-explanatory. Um, it's one of these varieties of cannabis <clears throat> that people kind of call mutant. I don't know if that's really accurate or not. Um, but it has, its fan leaves are very fern-like and basically have like rippled edges. Ah. Uh, Chris has one in the garden. He's posted some photos of. Uh, I've posted some of my story. I'll, I'll post some more. <laughs> Um, you know, after we release the episode, but um, it's basically an extremely unique variety of cannabis. And Jordan is growing out um, south of Yosemite in the Sierras at about 4,000 foot elevation. He's been breeding for a long time. The Holy Banana from Coastal Seed Company is one of the parents of the freak show. Um, that's the, I think, the the part of the cultivar that Jordan kind of. Uh, affiliates more of this uh, crazy fan leaf but like it flowers like any other type of cannabis so like once it flips and goes from a vegetative to a flowering production cycle um, like you know it's it's cannabis and it has all kinds of different terpene profiles coming out and Jordan just thinks it like has something truly unique going on um, at like a cellular level and he was trying to tell Chris and Eric and I about how he thinks the trichomes are uniquely different 
and uh, we'll see. Uh, these guys are going to get it under the macro, and um, yeah, it's a, it's a big adventure, but it's certainly um, uh, a very unique looking plant. Maybe the most unique looking plant I've ever seen. Mm. Have you seen mine in the garden lately? Uh, not in like a week or two. Uh, no. Now the the buds are definitely like formed, and uh, the leaves are like pretty like scarce on mine. But also, you know, I think the water and then yeah. just my lack of yeah. growing knowledge <laughs> and stuff. But uh, I mean, it's probably like four feet tall. Yeah, but it's like straight just like <laughs> branches but i did top it and so it has two like colas coming oh, nice. up from it <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny <laughs> that's good uh, check that out yeah <laughs> yeah but like yeah seeing seeing like that breeding chamber at nats because nat had all these like small kind of like light depth hoop setups around his property where he had you know all these different projects going on auto flowering projects mm -hmm. over here blueberry muffin over there um, you know, just a ton of different stuff. The freak show breeding chamber was unlike any other because those plants were just, you know, very fern-like. The energy inside there was also totally different. Remember how calm and still it was in that breeding chamber? Like, cannabis is a plant that moves around and kind of vibrates and resonates with the wind, with people walking around it. But in the freak show chamber, there was like this unique stillness. Um, hmm. And I don't know if that was like Jordan's energy around his plants just being like totally unique and very different or what was going on. But like it was a freaky looking cannabis chamber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they had actually a bunch of different uh, varieties of the fan leafing just in that one chamber. I took a picture of four different leaves. Um, I threw those up on the Instagram story a couple times, I think. Um, and that was just like with my cell phone. Um, I have some other like uh, DSLR shots that I'm going to be into the edits. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a really rad weekend man yeah. it was really cool yeah. like props to Nat and Jordan everything those guys are doing yeah and shout out to Eric for also yeah. bringing more dank J plant speaker flowers down <laughs> to share with Chris and I yeah man Ooh. the GMO was also <laughs> extremely incredible and enjoyable I think it had all three of us on our back like looking <laughs> up at the stars around a bonfire yeah um yeah, it was super, absolutely super. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear about it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that's my white whale. I need to be trying um, harder to get more of his flower because, uh, man, it's way too good. Plus the, the GMO. Yeah, even now, if there's any left, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think I it's think a that's another one. It, you know, when you were talking about notable strains, I think GMO and Mac crosses are probably the other varieties that are like just super popular right now. I see a lot of depth coming down with uh, Mac related genetics. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I just felt like circling back. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd I, say I think those like, two are in the mix for sure. So let's take a quick break. 
Uh, roll yeah. up probably one or two more joints to roll things home with and uh, wrap it up. Let's light up and have a ball. Investigating some strange, mm-hmm. strange lights in my neighborhood. Oh, is everything okay? Oh yes, mostly fueled by me being very stoned. Like, what? Well, what is that over there? <laughs> <laughs> Does she ever ask you how much you've smoked when you say things like that? Uh, no, but she did tell me that I uh, uh, smell like resin. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that Nepalese Kush was a very resinous joint. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, good stuff. Okay. All right. I, uh, I went out of my way to go grab some of this flower, which Ed and Caitlin notoriously shat all over when I was <laughs> like, this is my favorite weed. And... Caitlin was like, pull up, pull up, pull up. Oh, it tastes like a, someone who chews tobacco spit in my mouth. <laughs> wow. I didn't say that. Um, I said it tasted like a cigarette, which yeah. was mean, and I wouldn't have said it if I had realized what I was saying. <laughs> but yeah. it was also what I thought. <laughs> and, and rightfully so. That's totally fine. But this is some of the um, 88 G13 hash plant. Um, not from Pig Farmer, unfortunately. This is uh, Savage Gardens, uh, which is, is very nice. It's not quite uh, as good as the Pig Farmers. Uh, but I am going to enjoy this joint. Awesome. And what we're are gonna, you three going to get into? Yeah. We're, we're going to enjoy some blueberry muffin uh, as a head nod to the Humboldt Sea Company. And this comes to us from THC Humboldt. THC of Humboldt. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Chris, you could probably best describe those folks in their place. Um, yeah, they are um, very much a legacy Humboldt. Um, cultivators uh, man um, I'm pretty sure they've been in the area for five generations up in um, Honeydew and uh, they grow uh, Nats Genetics uh, from the Humboldt Sea Company and they're pretty cool they got a pretty cool um, uh, property there where they have uh, these giant um, custom built his and hers greenhouses, which are all um, use. What's the style of the the way the air flow through this house? What's this called? Oh, that uh, passive, passive solar. solar. Yeah, they're they're like that, some ish. <laughs> I'm I'm probably not getting it exactly correct, but basically, yeah, they they never get too hot, they never get too cold. Um, it has to do with this the the design that. Um, Gosh, I can't remember uh, his name right now. I'm awful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) But anyway, he was explaining how they were custom built with the airflow to uh, keep everything cool. But man, if you guys check out their uh, Instagram at THC Humboldt, they grow some freaking monsters. (laughs) Like he has like a 15 foot tall freak show like a week ago or something. Yep. And um 
And, uh, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just these massive, massive uh, full terms. And um, I'm pretty sure I'll be heading back up there sometime the rest of this uh, season. But uh, I shot some all-gas OG from them earlier this year. And I have some of that stuff on there on my Instagram. And then I did some dried uh, product of the uh, blueberry muffins. And it was a really chunky cola. I mean, this thing smells amazing. Just so blueberry and like smooth and pastry-like muffins. It's yeah. I haven't I haven't even lit my joint uh, yet. I but. did not wait, and I lit mine, and it tastes like I'm drinking like a blueberry muffin syrup over ice. <laughs> um, it is just super duper flavorful fills my mouth fills my nose it's sweet and alluring um it yeah it, i you know a lot of people talk about you know does it have a potency you know you know tbd and we're having quite a party so you know maybe we won't be able to tell too precisely right now but um some of the stuff that nat had at his place um, his like blueberry muffin number four or whatever he said uh, was testing consistently over 23 mm -hmm. um, percent THC and uh, it, man the nose was like this extremely loud and pleasing yeah I um I found I did I did have a joint of the uh, blueberry muffin when I was at the farm with them and um, I didn't find it to be like super heavy or super strong but it was perfect for the occasion and um yes. you know i think that you know i don't want all of my cannabis to just knock me on my ass or get me like super uppity or anything like i want different cultivars for different situations and i very very rarely probably even know what the thc percentages of the stuff i'm smoking um let alone look it up um it's always about the nose on it for me and uh yeah this this does it and that has some like really unique uh strains we shoot what did well, we smoke raspberry, raspberry parfait. parfait is another standout that we got to check out more in person and that's far mm. the squirt was the other one like right next oh, to the yeah. muffin that was pretty incredible yeah and those are seeded plants and Man, like you just walked like right past the hoops and you knew it was like right there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to those. I'm gonna have to get some seeds. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, was also yeah. cool um, to actually see some of the seed making in progress. Um, Nat kind of like wanted Chris to try to get like the pollen money shot so <laughs> we had a really interesting uh photo shoot inside a breeding chamber at night with backlit you know plants being um what blown with like portable hand uh leaf blowers basically like yeah. some really small ones um to like get a nice poof and I think we were working within one of Nat's uh, auto flower breeding chambers mm -hmm. when he was doing that. That was super cool um, just to see their method and see them working at night, uh, you know, making seed as mm -hmm. they do. Yeah, no, it was cool. And then Eric and I got to go in the uh, geodomed one during, I think it was the next morning. Pretty warm in there. Yeah, it's tight quarters. <laughs> 
it was an experience. It was really cool. It was really cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the geodesic dome that was planted yeah. out was maybe one of Chris and I's favorites. It was like direct seated in like nice little raised row beds amended mm-hmm. with like chicken manure and whatnot. And um, I don't know. I like the Bookminster Fuller. It was so cool looking. Cannabis mashup. Yeah, I definitely took some. I think I, I'm pretty sure I had a psychedelic blues roll of film in my uh, 35 millimeter uh, Nikon camera. And uh, if y'all are curious, it's at psychedelic underscore blues underscore film on Instagram. And they do some treated 35 millimeter film. And I bought a few rolls to test them out. And I happen to have it in my camera. And approaching like this uh, geodome thing, it was like walking up to like, I don't know, like it was on another planet or something. And then like knowing that I have a psychedelic film in there, the shot, like. It was just it was super cool looking. We're gonna have to get a dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I've never heard of psychedelic film. I think it's amazing. And yeah, you do have to get a dome now. That's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. Oh, I'm working on oh. this joint here. Um, it's really nice. Um, a little bit of a throat kick. So it is. This is a little bit harsh. Um, but breaking up the flower is really nice. It does have that unique striped calyx thing going. Um, and uh, like a berry licorice gas with maybe like an underripe peach thing going on. Um, very floral on the inhale. Yeah, uh, it's nice. It's always nice to kind of like find those uh, cultivars that are always around. And then you're like, oh, there's some Chernobyl up on the shelf somewhere or uh, a phone call away. Um, it's always kind of exciting. That's great. Ryan, we saw um, some unfortunate news up your way. Um, was it Fidus that recently uh, had a, a robbery, a gun, like a, you know, at gunpoint style uh, sort of dispensary invasion? Yeah, that was really unfortunate too. Um, yeah, they were robbed at gunpoint for, um, you know, flour, and it's a dispensary. They're forced to deal with cash, so, of course, a lot of cash went with them. Um, and it, this happened in the middle of the day, you know, 4 o'clock. So it's one of those things that... Go ahead, follow them on Instagram. There's uh, some pretty clear pictures of the culprits. Keep your eyes out, please, you know, any sort of leads, send them towards the dispensary. Um, but on top of that, you know, at least four other dispensaries that I heard about that week were hit as well. Uh, some during uh, business hours, some during off hours. Um, and then, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have been following the news here in Portland. Um, a lot of the police presence is downtown. Um, I, I promise you most of that is being overstated, but still, um, the... The dispensary that's fairly close to my house that was uh, involved with a break-in that same weekend uh, took the police 45 minutes to get out there with the alarms going off. So, uh, let's see here. Face masks being mandatory and then um, dispensaries maybe not being diligent mm-hmm. about making you like look at the camera and take your face mask off or whatever kind of precautions you could take. 
Um, the funny thing is that the DMV is closed down out here, so there are a lot of people driving around without proper tags on their cars. That's that's a real thing because of COVID. Oh. Um, and then now that uh, the days are getting shorter, we're, we're I think we're probably going to see a lot more of this kind of stuff. Uh, oh, scary. And, and, and then also, you know, dispensary owners are, are kind of responding to that with uh, maybe security or maybe um, their own personal security, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, no. So we'll yeah. just see what kind of reaction there is. And um, hey, the Fightest guys, uh, I think they're going to bounce back from this. But uh, I do encourage everyone to go check that out and uh, see if you recognize anyone. Man, that sucks. There's been a bunch of robberies in the Bay Area as well during mm-hmm. the, yeah. yeah. Like an organized crime spree kind of taking advantage of protests to to do a much more like criminal operation. Not regular looting, but like like it was like they hit like all the dispensaries in the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously Rough, obviously not great, you know, insurance or police protection or any of that kind of stuff for these businesses yeah and then obviously wildfire season out here in northern california has already been pretty devastating for some folks in the santa cruz mountains boulder creek area uh as well as the russian river area just about an hour and a half two hours south of us uh we've seen a number of farms that you know unfortunately were in the areas where the farm where the fire did just blaze through you know after those um you know, incredible uh, dry, dry lightning storms that we had a couple weeks ago. So, you know, thoughts go out to everyone dealing with that kind of issue, along with the um, the the violent robbery. Uh, I wish it was this wish it was a little different out there. Yeah, it's a lot different. I know it's like it's such like dark times right now. Yeah, we've been pretty lucky with smoke too, but and with fires, but. Can't. We didn't catch that. Oh, I was just saying how uh, it's such dark times. You know, the the best we can do. Hey, I I got a hammock in the backyard. I live downwind from a bakery. You know, <laughs> make the best of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I I was saying earlier that I think um, medicated banana bread's been my like summer MVP. <laughs> yeah, keeping me sane. We went to, we went to the well on that one a few times. Uh, did some more infused hummus recently. Uh, the edibles have really been essential in 2020 just to maintain sanity. Yeah, um, you know, uh, cannabis sales have been robust the whole <laughs> all of quarantine. We'll call it. Uh, but edible sales are up something like 15 to 20 percent right now um, which is really huge like for for people's um, taste to swing in that direction um, and you know I, I think it's one of those things where it's like well hey it, it, it's a good way to help maintain and it's an excellent way to help you sleep um, yeah so it, it makes perfect sense Definitely. I don't know how anyone sleeps without edibles anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit stressful out there. So I thank goodness for cannabis. I'm so grateful to this plant and how it, you know, just kind of keeps me going, keeps me happy, keeps me interested in different things and kind of takes me out of some of the craziness in the world. 
you know, helps us all kind of stay calm and connected and find, you know, something deeper. Um, I've, it's, I've, I've had an absolute blast, um, you know, through all of these different conversations that we've shared on Pot Snobs. You know, I thank you, um, you know, Caitlin, and thank you, Ryan, and thank you, Chris. Uh, and definitely thank you, all the listeners, for uh, coming along with us on this very dank journey. Um, flavors have been incredible, and uh, I really appreciate all the time that we've shared together. Yeah, it's been super fun just digging into the culture and, you know, complaining and letting people in on, like, what uh, what's really good on the West Coast. And I, I know that we're kind of in this, like, very spoiled position to have all of this at our fingertips. And uh, yeah, I appreciate all of the feedback we've gotten from everyone. It's, it's been really great. And, of course, we've all got many projects that are coming up. So don't, like, unsubscribe. We'll be dropping stuff in the feed now and again to say, hey, come check this out or, hey, come buy this thing because <laughs> we need the support. <laughs> and we appreciate all the support that, uh, that people have given us over the last couple of years. It's been really rad. I agree. yeah no it's been a blast hopping on here um with the first early guests and then more regular stuff uh super cool (laughs) talk about weed adventures and everything yeah definitely you know i would encourage people to check out chris's future van life cannabis photography mobile studio (laughs) he's about to start his van build he hasn't yet started people hold your horses it's been a busy resinous crazy ass summer but uh yeah he's got the van so it's gonna happen and that's gonna be an exciting project to watch as i'm sure many others you know kayla and i are looking forward to our very special project next year <laughs> man the world is awesome uh, even if there is a bunch of crazy stuff going on and uh, I hope you guys are finding some good cannabis to help you get through it it is essential it is <laughs> it is uh, thanks for listening to everyone uh, you know hit us up with the, <laughs> the emails not going dark Podcast at gmail.com find us on instagram uh at the loud 100 at candid kush at certified dank uh ed runs the podcast instagram he does a great job uh ed are you going to continue posting there or do you want to hand out your your other <laughs> account <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out later, but you can find my cannabis musings at Sweet Eddie B. Um, and yeah, uh, shout out to Meme Gene from Meme Decino for all the extra inspiration. I appreciate you, homie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you're just listing Instagram accounts. <laughs> shout him out. <laughs> Last chance for a shout out. <laughs> Look forward to smoking with you sometime very soon, Ryan. You yeah, know, as soon as we, we can We love you guys you. up in Portland. We miss you. We miss you, and uh, we hope you keep on smoke, smoking the dank. We know you will. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, guys. We'll see you all soon. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Such a Oh, the battle is done. Oh, the battle is done. He is 